Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Sun, not even rising yet here in Kauai. It's pitch black outside, but the roosters are crowing. It's uh, just just 5 a.m. So happy to be with you, so grateful that we get to join together and transcend time and space in this way. What a blessing we are for each other. Thank you for joining me this day, this precious day. We're going to begin as we always do with a prayer and a blessing. I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Let's join together in this prayer and be so grateful and so thankful for the love of God that is revealing itself in the activities of our life. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and minds to the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful. So grateful to recognize I am that I am. We call the name of God. And as it says in the Course, the angels surround us and enfold us. We're grateful and thankful to listen to that one voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us this day. So grateful to make a holy offering of every thought and belief that no longer serves our precious life of love. So grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented healing of our mind. In grace and gratitude, we truly share the benefits with everyone Because we're one with them. So grateful, so thankful to simply let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Mm. Well, my friend, right now, in case you haven't noticed, and I don't know how you couldn't notice, (laughs) times are intense. The energetics of the times are very intense. And why is that? Because more and more people are choosing to wake up. So some of us are pushed by our suffering, our pain, and some of us are pulled by the vision of our true identity. And we get to decide what is going to be the impetus. So are we going to be pushed by the pain or pulled by the vision? Are we going to have some of both? Right? So probably you're experiencing some of both, and you can turn that tide. I think that one of the things that that really gets in the way of many spiritual students is that the thing that is driving and motivating them is to end their suffering rather than to know themselves as the presence of God, the infinite love of God. So 
anything you can do to make your impetus really be about knowing God versus trying to relieve your pain, your pain will actually get relieved faster. So it's really choosing to remember our true identity and keeping that as our main impetus that is so powerful. If you're experiencing a lot of fear or you just like to break up those patterns of negativity and the patterns of fear are are what all patterns of negativity are about, I just did a free class. It's free right now uh, at jenniferhadley.com. If you go to the events page or if you're on my mailing list, you saw it in the newsletter uh, that I sent out yesterday. It's called Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. So you can stop just surviving and move into thriving. So seven simple steps to interrupt the patterns of fear. It's a free class, quite comprehensive. I just did it the other day, and it's available right now for free replay and free download. Not sure how long it's going to be at jenniferhadley.com, but go to the events page and you can grab it right now. It's also uh, a good introduction to the kinds of things that I offer in my paid classes. So I have two main paid classes, my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class and then my year-long Masterful Living class. Masterful Living is closed for the year. It'll open again uh, at the end of the year for next year. But Finding Freedom is my boot camp class. So if you'd like to join me this summer, Get on board uh, at jenniferhadley.com, my Finding Freedom class. I'm doing a special launch of it uh, this Thursday, June 18th, and I'm offering a bonus class for those who join me right now. Uh, we're going to jumpstart. It's, uh, it's so clear to me we do not have to live pushed by the pain. We do not. We have... Other ways of living than just surviving. We can be thriving. And, and so the topic today is there's nothing wrong with you. So for me, the thought that dominated every activity of my life for much of my life, uh, until, oh, about 10 years ago was the thought there's something wrong with me. Something, undeniably, unfixably, horribly wrong with me. I'm not sure what it is, but it is very real. And so that thought that there's something wrong with me was my motivation. I was living from motivation, ego motivation, to either hide whatever it was that was wrong with me, to cover it up so that people couldn't see it, or I was managing and coping with it, which, of course, hiding is managing and coping with it, too. So it was <laughs> it was a big focus of my life, and the greatest gift I gave myself was to put my full attention on healing that, and uh, it was that work and the success of that work that opened my mind to find A Course in Miracles and begin to work with it. Uh, 
So by the time I got to A Course in Miracles, it made made sense to me, and I just loved it. And so what I realized was, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with anyone. But there was something wrong with my mind. And an untrained mind can accomplish nothing. That's what A Course in Miracles tells us. And so that's why A Course in Miracles is in itself a boot camp. So, of course, you don't need me or my boot camp. You've got A Course in Miracles. But sometimes people would like assistance in really focusing in and developing the dedication, developing the spiritual practice, the willingness. So if you'd like my help, developing willingness and dedication, that's what my Finding Freedom Boot Camp is for. And for those who work it, it works. And it's really what I decided to do um, in order to change my life and Boy, howdy, did it work for me. You wouldn't be listening to me right now if it didn't. Um, <sighs> all right. So uh, it's it's about really de- dedicating the dis- dedicating, developing the dedication and the discipline to not give up and to not go into overwhelm. That's right, because I used to give up so easily, and I used to go into overwhelm so easily. And then I would feel ashamed, and it was just evidence that I was so bad and so wrong. And that's what I love about A Course in Miracles, is it makes it clear to us that um, what what's really going on. So, in fact, right in the beginning of Chapter 1 in the Meaning of Miracles, the Principles of Miracles, it says, Miracles are natural. When they do not occur, something has gone wrong. And then in Chapter 2, Section 2, Paragraph 2, it talks in there um, that... uh, I love this. Why am I not seeing it? Oh, there it is. Um, when the w- why am I not seeing it? This is funny. <laughs> if you are afraid, oh, it's not paragraph two. It's paragraph one. If you are afraid, you are valuing wrongly. Yeah, I love this. It's, it says here in section two, you can do anything I ask. I've asked you to perform miracles and have made it clear that miracles are natural, corrective, healing, and universal. There is nothing they cannot do, but they cannot be performed in the spirit of doubt or fear. So, in order to live a miraculous life, we have to clear out the doubt and the fear and Again, I, I just told you about my um, interrupt the patterns of fear. Because we can understand these things intellectually, right? 
A lot of us can get this, oh, intellectually we understand the oneness. Intellectually we understand projection. Intellectually we understand that when I'm afraid I've chosen wrongly. But intellectual understanding does not stop us from choosing to repeat the pattern. It doesn't stop us from being afraid. Intellectual understanding is actually of the ego. The ego is driving the intellect. So this is why in my classes and all my work is about getting out of the intellect and into the heart. And that is as um, uh, I think it was um, who's the Chinese philosopher that said. That's the longest journey from the head to the heart. And certainly <clears throat> that has been my experience, that, that it is the longest journey. And yet it is the only journey worth taking. <laughs> so uh, I do a lot of traveling and it's all about that inner journey, moving from the head to the heart, getting out of my head and into my heart and experiencing my life and the world and God from my heart, not from my intellect. But that, because in truth, I can't really understand love and joy and peace and harmony and freedom and wholeness, abundance and prosperity with my intellect. I can only understand the spiritual qualities of God with my heart. So Jesus is telling us here, You can do anything I've asked. I've asked you to perform miracles and made it clear that miracles are natural, corrective, healing, and universal. There is nothing miracles cannot do, but they cannot be performed in the spirit of doubt or fear. When you're afraid of anything, you are acknowledging its power to hurt you. Remember, that where your heart is, there is your treasure also. You believe in what you value. If you are afraid, you are valuing wrongly. All right, so let's break this down on a practical level because that's the thing that's really going to help us is being able to break it down on the most basic and practical level. So let's just tune within here and think of something that you feel afraid about. What is it that you feel afraid about? Doesn't take very long to figure out what that is. So something you're afraid about is evidence that you're valuing wrongly. What is it that you're valuing? I think the easiest place to see what we could be valuing wrongly is we're valuing our opinions and judgments. So can you see how you've made the meaning of something? You have a, an opinion, which is a belief, which is a judgment about something. And that is actually the thing that you're valuing rather than the truth. Could you see how that is working in your life?
And actually, this is the thing that many people don't take the time to do, is to look more deeply under the surface. So, for instance, if you're afraid that you don't have enough money or that something that you're working on isn't going to go well and that will affect your finances... What is it that you're valuing wrongly? Well, one of the things is, is the thought that you have to make the money. You have to make it work versus allowing yourself to be in the flow of abundance and prosperity. Now, check this out. When we take ourselves out of the flow of love... We take ourselves out of the flow of inspiration, abundance, and prosperity. So then we think, I'm on my own. I'm separate from the flow. I've got to make something happen. We don't actually have to make something happen. However, if we choose to remain out of the flow of love, compassion, freedom, wisdom, clarity, harmony, joy. It will keep us out of the flow of love, prosperity, abundance. And that's why we feel like we have to make something happen. That's why we feel afraid. That's why we feel worried. If you're doing anything in your life where you're giving in order to get something in return then you're affirming that you don't already have the consciousness. You don't already have the heart of love and abundance and flow, affluence, to be in the flow. So that's why you think you've got to make it happen. And that's why you're afraid. You're valuing wrongly. And this is the most common thing in the world is we value so much the world we made. We value so much our opinions and judgments and beliefs about it, right? This is the whole premise of A Course in Miracles. I've given everything in this room, on this street, in my life, all the meaning that it has for me. I've made the meaning means I'm not in the flow of inspiration. Time for me to change my mind. Are you willing to change your mind? Our little willingness is all that's required. There goes my voice. (laughs) My early morning voice. All right. Well, it's time for me to take a break. As you can hear, there's some music coming. So while I'm on the break... Go get the free stuff at jenniferhadley.com, my seven simple steps to interrupt the pattern of fear. And while you're over there, check out my Finding Freedom Boot Camp. It's my spiritual boot camp class where you get me every week for three months. And I've got a whole curriculum workbook, and you can take it at your own pace. You can go at a, work, uh, a boot camp pace. 
uh, and I'll help you figure out what pace is right for you. So check it out. All those details on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and welcome back. Our topic this week is There's Nothing Wrong With You. And what I've learned is, There's nothing wrong with me, but when I'm identified with the ego, there's definitely something wrong with my thinking. And so the whole job is to correct things at the level of the mind. All healing is at the level of the mind, so that's why we place our attention there. And as I was saying in the last section, uh, ego is is what operates the intellect. And so when we're in our wrong mind, we're identified with the body, and we're valuing wrongly. So when we value wrongly, as the Course would say, then we are going to feel afraid, and we're going to feel out of the flow of the spiritual qualities that are our inheritance, they are our true nature, and our true identity. So that's what Jesus is telling us here in chapter 2, section 2, which is entitled, The Atonement as Defense, where he's telling us that our heart is our treasure, and that we believe in what we value. So if you're afraid, you are valuing wrongly. And your understanding will then inevitably value wrongly. And by endowing all thoughts with equal power, will inevitably destroy peace. That is why the Bible speaks of the peace of God which passeth understanding. This peace is totally incapable of being shaken by errors of any kind. This peace denies the ability of anything not of God to affect you. This is the proper use of denial. It is not used to hide anything, but to correct error. It brings all error into the light, and since error and darkness are the same, it corrects error automatically. True denial is a powerful, protective device. You can and should deny any belief that error can hurt you. Okay, so we make errors in our thinking based on errors in our understanding, based on errors of our beliefs. (laughs) You see how it all works together. And the big error here, the only error, the only problem that we have, A Course in Miracles identifies it clearly, is that we believe we're separate, but we're not. 
So believing that we're separate from God means also that we believe we're separate from the spiritual qualities of life, which are our true nature and identity. They are our true inheritance. And the only way back to them is through our heart. It's not through our intellect. It's not through our understanding. However, all healing is at the level of the mind. So what we're looking to do is to correct errors at the level of the mind. But we don't need to do the correction. We can give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. All we have to do is be willing to say, Oh, I invested my treasure, which is my heart, in believing something that's not true. Like, I'm on my own. I have to figure it out. I have to make it happen. And if I don't figure it out, if I don't make it happen, then I will be lost. I will be in poverty. I will be in sickness. I will be in suffering. These things are not true. We come to believe that we have to make it happen. We have to find the right medicine to heal the body because we don't know how to heal the body with the mind. Why don't we know how to heal the body with the mind? Because we do not value our God connection and the flow of divine wisdom, inspiration, intelligence in our mind. We don't trust it. We don't value it. Instead, we value the meaning that we have made. And so there's an impediment in our mind to accepting, to allowing the truth to set us free from all the suffering, physical, mental, emotional, financial. So it all goes back to valuing wrongly. Now, anybody who's been listening to this radio show, anybody who's ever been in class with me, you know that I absolutely love the Manual for Teachers. And I, my favorite part in the Manual for Teachers is the trust section, development of trust, which is chapter four. It's my page 10 in the Manual for Teachers. And it says, it takes, this is paragraph four here, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It is only to the extent to which they are helpful that any degree of reality should be accorded them in this world of illusion. The word value can apply to nothing else. So what we're learning as we go through our life is that we have valued that which is not valuable And we have not valued that which is invaluable. So we've not valued our God connection, which is the treasure in our heart. So going back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, is that if you are suffering... And the motivation for you in studying spiritual principle is to end your suffering. You can end your suffering faster if you make your 
motivation to know God, to remember your true identity. So my one of my favorite teachings from the Bible, from Jesus, seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. Why? Because it's already there. It's pre-installed. It's in your heart. A Course in Miracles tells us that the body, the physical body, or what we perceive to be the physical body, is the temple. And it's not about the temple. It's about the altar within the temple, and the altar is our heart. So whatever we're holding in our heart is what we're placing on the altar. And uh, if you're one of my prayer partners, which you can easily be, I offer daily inspiration and prayer. Uh, it's a free offering. It's, I call it my daily shot of spiritual espresso, uh, along with my prayer for today. Uh, you can sign up for that free at jenniferhadley.com. So every day you get an email in your inbox, and you can either click and listen to the prayer on your phone by um, dialing the phone number for my daily prayer. It's a Southern California U.S. number. You can dial it as often as you like. There's no charge for the call. It's just a Southern California number. So whatever it call, talk, uh, costs you to call Southern California, that's just the charge cost of the call. So if Either like me, you've got unlimited calling on your cell phone. There's no extra charge. Or you can listen to the prayer online on my daily blog uh, at jenniferhadley.com. You can even download it. And there's a prayer podcast at iTunes. Just like there's a podcast for this show. So uh, I think we're episode 192 or something like that here. All those previous episodes, including interviews with Gary Renard and Ken Wapnick and David Hoffmeister and Regina Dawn Akers and all our favorite Living A Course in Miracles teachers uh, are there uh, for free for you to listen to and download. So... Uh, not to get too off track there, but the daily prayer that I offer, very often I say in the prayer that I'm placing on the holy altar fire of divine love. Whatever the thing is that I'm looking to let go of, I truly am placing it on the fire in my heart, the fire to release the habit of valuing that which is not valuable. So if you're afraid, you're valuing wrongly. Your understanding will then inevitably value wrongly. And by endowing all thoughts with equal power, will inevitably destroy peace. So basically, that's what we've all done. We have valued our understanding, the meaning that we have made of things. Remember, I've given everything on the street, in this room, everything that I see, all the meaning that it has for me. And then as you work the workbook, before too long you get to the lesson, 
I don't know what anything is for. I don't know what anything is for. So let me release the meaning that I have made of it. Right? Right in the beginning we've got, I'm never upset for the reason I think. I'm upset because of the meaning that I've made of it. So the meaning that I've made of it is just an understanding. It's not facts. We can say it's facts, but our interpretation, our meaning, our opinions, our judgments are not facts. So we're not upset for the reason we think. We're always upset because of the meaning we've made of it. So all the suffering that we experience is always because of the meaning we've made of it. And we're clinging to it. Remember what Jesus tells us is, I cannot take from you anything that you value. He says that in the fear and conflict section in chapter 2. So here in section 2 of chapter 2, he says, if you're afraid, you're valuing wrongly. And then later he tells us, I can't take from you anything that you value. So this is why my practice and my prayers is to make a holy offering of everything that doesn't serve me anymore. It doesn't serve my life of love. So let us move into our heart, which is where the treasure is. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto me. So when we seek to know our true identity, when we seek our true reality, then we once again have access to and are in the flow of prosperity, abundance, wholeness, freedom, healing, joy, peace, harmony, wisdom, clarity, creativity, all these spiritual qualities. And when the spiritual qualities are flowing in our mind unimpeded, then we're not in the intellect, and it's not our interpretation, it's not our understanding that we're experiencing. We're in the flow of God. And then we don't have to make anything. We are in touch with the creative power. So I really encourage, if this makes sense to you, if you get this, read the cause and effect section, which follows the fear and conflict section in chapter 2. God, I love chapter (laughs) 2. I just keep reading chapter 2 again and again, because I love it so much, it's so clear. Right? Chapter 2, in the fear and conflict section, Jesus tells us, All thought produces form at some level. So if we don't like the form that we're looking at with the body's eyes, let's have a different thought. That's what the new thought movement is all about. Now, what Jesus is telling us here, too, is uh, in in, uh, the healing or as release from fear section, the body can act wrongly only when it is responding to misthought. So everything that the body does that brings suffering, so you can think of addiction, compulsion, everything that the body does, including being sick, 
The body can only act wrongly when it is responding to misthought. The body cannot create, and the belief that it can, a fundamental error, produces all physical symptoms. Physical illness represents a belief in magic rather than miracles. So miracles are when we align our thoughts with the thoughts of God. Remember, Jesus tells us right in the beginning of the miracle principles that miracles are natural. When they do not occur, something has gone wrong. Miracles are everybody's right, but purification is necessary first. What are we purifying but our understanding? That's it. Fear means we value wrongly. So that's what we're purifying. So again, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. It's the stinking thinking. An untrained mind can accomplish nothing. So therefore, a trained mind can accomplish everything. So, how do we train our mind? We give it over to the Holy Spirit as our personal trainer. The Holy Spirit is the perfect, the ideal personal trainer. So we're learning to listen to that still small voice and only the still small voice. If we're not happy, if we're suffering, we've chosen wrongly. Choose again. So really, this is the essence. This purification and this learning to choose correctly is what my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp is all about. We start Thursday, June 18th. Come join me and like-minded souls from all over the world. If you'd like my help, that's what it's there for. If you'd like to do this work with my support and focus like a laser beam, if you'd like to be able to use your mind the way it was designed to be used, finding freedom might be for you. Again, you don't need it. You've got A Course in Miracles. You've got plenty, but... I like to do things in a group, so come join me if you're interested. All right, you're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. The class I was talking about, uh, you can find on the events page at jenniferhadley.com, my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class. And right here on Unity Online Radio, you know what we're doing? We're living the love, we're walking the talk with A Course in Miracles, and I'll be right back. I'm Dr. Tom Shepard, host of Let's Talk About It on Unity Online Radio. In my studies of world religions, I've repeatedly encountered two central spiritual questions. How do we make sense of life, and how do we live it more successfully? You're invited to explore these two questions with me in my new book, The Many Faces of Prayer, How the Human Family Meets Its Spiritual Needs. You'll be amazed at the remarkable ways people have learned to pray to their gods and to celebrate life individually and as communities of faith. Learn more at unitybooks.org.
Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about this theme of there's nothing wrong with you. Might be something wrong with your thinking, but nothing wrong with you. This is so important for us to understand because we build so many We pile on so many errors in thinking, so many uh, mistakes, we could say, in the world of form because of this one thought that there's something wrong with us. As I started out today, that was a driving thought. It drove almost every choice I made all day long, this belief that there was something wrong with me. And when I finally got it, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I really am perfect, whole, and complete. The truth about me is eternal and infinite and unchangeable, unbreakable, unhurtable. And I can put my attention on that and all these errors in my thinking will dissolve if I let them and stop reinvesting in them. If I change my mind, if I open my mind to the Holy Spirit to teach me how to change it, then I can live a miraculous life. And that's exactly what I did. Because just FYI, I started working um, the principles of A Course in Miracles a decade before I found the book or even really knew anything about it, because that was my guidance, was to work with looking for the errors in my mind, looking for the opinions and judgments that I believed that weren't true. And uh, I did it through my work. I, I really strongly aligned in my mind with Jesus, Martin Luther King Jr., and Gandhi to eradicate in my mind... 
Mm. Uh, bringing back memories and take a sip of my tea here. <clears throat> wow, that felt like a healing. Wow. Woo. Yes. Yes, to eradicate the belief in my mind that there was something wrong with me. And the way I worked with it was I decided to focus on being loving and to practicing nonviolence. So I couldn't practice nonviolence without being loving. So it brought me into my heart because I began to look at every choice I was making all day long from the perspective of, is it loving or is it violent? If I eat that candy bar, is that loving or is it violent? Well, you know what? It depends on my motivation. It depends on what is the impetus for what I'm doing for anything. Whether it's what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, what I'm saying, whatever I'm doing. The body can act wrongly only when it is responding to misthought. So that's why I learned working at the level of the mind, that's the fastest path. So self-improvement, well, my true self doesn't need any improvement. So I guess I don't need any (laughs) self-improvement. There's nothing wrong with me. It's just the stinking thinking. All healing is at the level of the mind. The body can act wrongly only when responding to misthought. Well, Holy Spirit, my elder brother Jesus, help me to eradicate the misthought from my mind. Now, that could seem like a tall order. How the heck am I going to do that? Work the workbook. Work the workbook. And really, if you just work a few lessons very intently, you'll get it. Work. I'm never upset for the reason I think. I've given everything in this room all the meaning that it has for me. Work. Love holds no grievances. Work. Uh, sickness is a defense against the truth. Uh, just, it's all the same. It really is. So, find something and work it to a knob. That's that's really what I did. That shifted everything for me, and I'm so grateful that I did. So, this opportunity that we have to work intently, to focus like a laser beam, it's. Amazing. It is so powerful. It is so healing. So what we're doing is we're looking to understand the difference between right-mindedness and wrong-mindedness. So a little bit earlier I was talking about the right use of denial. So we don't deny how we feel. And we don't deny even what we're thinking. We hand it over. We hand it over. That is the fastest path to our healing, is to discover true denial, as it says here, chapter 2, section 2, where I started from. True denial is a powerful, protective device. 
true denial. It says here, Denial is not used to hide anything, but to correct error. It brings all error into the light. And since error and darkness are the same, it corrects error automatically. True denial is a powerful protective device. You can and should deny any belief that error can hurt you. Remember, you are... Eternal, infinite. So if you're worried you don't have enough time, you've forgotten that you're eternal. You're feeling time-bound because of an error in your thinking. You don't even have to correct the error in your mind. Just be willing to turn it over to the Holy Spirit. That's what I learned to do. Because i got to tell you, for most of my adult life, I thought, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. How could I not have enough time? What is time for? Time is for helping me recognize the errors in my mind and to call upon the Holy Spirit to help me heal them by offering the errors in my mind, by identifying the errors in my mind and offering them to the Holy Spirit. So if I recognize the greatest error that I'm thinking is I'm thinking I'm separate from God and now I have to make abundance, I have to make myself healed, I have to make myself happy, I have to make myself beautiful, I have to make myself lovable, I have to make all these things in the world, well, the stinking thinking's got a hold of me. I don't have to figure out how to correct all of those errors in my mind, all those many, many beliefs that I have, all that understanding that I have. I don't have to figure any of that out. I just have to be willing to say to the Holy Spirit, Well, clearly, I'm not happy, therefore, I must be believing something that's not true. I'm going to give it all to you, correct the errors in my mind. And then the Holy Spirit's going to say, okay, here's a loving choice, make that loving choice. If your mind says, I don't want to do that, I want to make the unloving choice, I want to complain. I want to blame them for my problem and my upset. I want to blame the world for my problem and my upset. I'm going to go feel ashamed now and self-medicate now. That's what I'm going to do. The Holy Spirit's going to be like, well, you get to choose what you value. That's what you can do with your time and your space. And if you decide you want to have a healing, correct the error in your mind and stop making all that mess Just let me know. I'll be right here in your mind where you can find me if you're looking. Oh, I love A Course in Miracles. Oh, it's so good. All right. I've run out of time. (laughs) Let's, Let's put our hand on our heart and just be so grateful and so thankful that the truth is setting us free. And we are willing to choose and value the truth, to look for the treasure where it is in our heart. I am that I am, and I am one with the infinite presence of God. Therefore, what I know is all is well. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because... We're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen.
I love you. Have a great week. Hope to see you in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp. Come on down. (laughs) Be well.